What's up, everyone? Today we are speaking about communication. I hope you are ready to improve probably one of the most important things in relationships, how you communicate. This is part one of a two-part series, so buckle up and let's begin. Hey friend, I'm Nick. And I'm Haley. And we're here to help you build a fulfilling, God-centered relationship that lasts through having real, authentic, and truth-filled conversations. We believe that by breaking destructive patterns, understanding our differences, and boldly stepping into our unique roles as men and women, couples will be able to thrive as a unified team, producing good fruit, and becoming a powerful platform for God's glory that will impact the family unit for generations to come. Whether you're married, dating, or single with the desire of being married one day, We're excited to hear how this information blesses your life. This is the Forest Kingdom Podcast. Welcome Welcome to to the conversation. conversation. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Thriving Relationships for His Kingdom, not our kingdom. We are so glad to be here with you guys. We're excited to throw down on this conversation about communication because I think we can all agree that without effective communication, relationship, it just won't work. Relationships do not work uh, if their communication doesn't work. And so this is a huge topic um, to build a thriving relationship and ultimately a thriving marriage. So Yeah, what she said. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hope all is well. We're excited to be here today. And like Haley just mentioned, yeah, th- this is a big topic. Um, and this is going to be part one of two little part series on on this topic and uh, we, we just before we begin I just want to say that uh, the goal as always is to give some context uh, or to give some some paradigm shifts some major topics that could or some major parts that go into it some more broader thinking that can change our patterns of thinking about it however also practically the little things the little tips that can that we can implement right away Okay. And, and everything that we're, that we're saying, this is from trial and error. This is from lessons (laughs) that we've learned. These are from lessons that we're still learning learning, and things that we're still implementing. And so this is just as beneficial to us as we believe it will be for you. Absolutely. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Let's do it. So number one, have conversations, all of them. Mm. And what we mean by that is not just the easy conversations, not just about where do you want to go to eat or who's going to do the dishes. I mean, sometimes that can be challenging, but have the challenging ones, the ones that you know that you guys don't see eye to eye. Um, And we'll elaborate a little bit more on this, but um, it's important that we don't build this habit right away to just brush certain conversations under the rug and um, create taboo topics that we just, oh, we can't go there. Um, because ultimately, as your relationship goes on, especially if you're married and that's your goal, those taboo conversations, they're going to come up again and again and again, and they're going to damage your intimacy yes. and prevent you guys from going deeper together. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the way to look at these conversations, the challenging ones, the ones that maybe there's been a lot of misunderstandings on is see them as practice because they are given the both of you an opportunity to get to know yourself, to get to know each other better. Okay. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you a lot about your communication styles. And this is the the gem of this point right here is that when these challenges conversations happen, be on the lookout 
for how the other person that you're speaking with, how they think, how they communicate, what are their styles, what are the ways in which they use their language and figure out little red flags or green flags and 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 it will let you know it will give you the answer as to why there may have been some challenges in your relationship absolutely yeah and oftentimes it stems from past events right like you'll avoid a certain conversation in this relationship because the last one you tried to speak up and it didn't go well with your other partner um, and so we can't prejudge that right you're in a new relationship with a new partner um, but we all have those conversations that aren't as fun because we're coming um, as two different partners with different baggage. And so um, we got to be proactive and just expect that, but not avoid it because we're avoiding that opportunity to really grow as a individual, but then as a couple as well. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, this is a big point. Uh, it is a lot easier to not even go there when it comes to certain topics, but it is um, it is a great opportunity to do so. And, and check this out. The biggest room is the room for improvement. So if your relationship, um, if you're if you're desiring to grow your relationship, then this will be a major way that you can do so as you get to overcome certain conversations, see each other as a team and know that you're going to work it out and you will figure it out, even if it has been challenging in the past. Yes. So absolutely. Yeah. This has been, again, ongoing for us. And each time we have a conversation about certain a certain topic between Nick and I, it's been challenging, but each time we have that conversation, it's getting easier and easier yeah. because we're both learning, okay, how right. how I communicate about this to the other person. This is what triggers him or this is what affects me when he brings this up. And we're learning that about each other each time. And now we're growing closer and closer and closer uh, to just smoothly disconnected having this conversation just like all the other ones we have. So yes. progress, that's, that's the goal here, you guys. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So second point, the second tip. Pick the right times to talk. Okay, have discernment. I think this is a major one because, see, it's easy to have conversations with ev when everything is well and you're talking about fun things that both mm -hmm. of you are on board on. But we're referring to the parts of the, com the communications that are um, or of the communication that is perhaps bringing some challenges and picking the right time to talk is half the battle right there. And this is something that we've learned a lot honestly the hard way a lot of times like it, it, i don't know if you guys can relate but that like you're in bed right before you're about to sleep and if then you married. have <laughs> right and then you have a thought about something that you needed to to, to go over with your with your spouse <laughs> and and it just totally is not the right time to talk about it it's like sparking up your mental your body you're trying to go to sleep and relax right. and close your brain off like shut yeah. it down and that is a great example. I'm guilty of and me too. Me too. <laughs> that is a great example of that's not the right time. Like maybe how about you schedule a time? Hey, I have something important I want to speak with you about. What is your day looking like tomorrow? How about that? Or hey, why don't we go to dinner? We'd we'll love to speak with you about something. Boom. Now you're being proactive about it. And something that comes up, honey, when you when you just said that is I think the reason we check like it's we're challenged to do this. We really struggle to do this as humans, at least for me personally, right? I'm speaking from personal experience, is because we want the instant gratification of, I want to I want to know what they think about this now, or I need to get this off my brain, out of my brain right now, so I'm going to do it now, me, me, me. 
and we want it instantly. And again, we've spoken about this before, but the world tells us that everything is urgent. And so yes. some things are urgent to talk to your spouse about, but most things, like at least for me, when I bring something up and we're in bed and, you know, it's it's really not urgent and I'm admitting that right now. And that's something <laughs> that I get to work on yeah. um, because it really, it just throws, you know, the whole evening off where we're trying to relax and go to sleep and sleep is so important and um i mean and just all the things when we could take 10 minutes the next day at lunch or something and have that time to speak about it and one thing on this topic if you struggle with this as well um nick and i this is actually an idea he's had on this is hey honey why don't you write it down so this has been big for me because if you're a mom mom brain is so real (laughs) Um, and if you're not, you're, you're a woman, you still probably know what I mean, because I think it starts before motherhood. It just gets worse. Um, like it's more challenging, but yeah, writing it down, getting out of my head so I don't forget, but I don't have to keep circling in my head because that's what tempts me to, Hey, bring it up right now because you're trying to get it in my head. Right, right, right. Exactly. So anyway, and that's good. The last thing I'll say on this topic before we move on is, um, is now a good time has been a phrase yeah that i think you came up with that honey i don't remember but i think you did but i don't uh, think i created the question well you brought it probably adopted it from us you introduced it to this relationship you're like because i think it's probably because i would do this at the wrong times when you're not feeling the best or even if it's not at night if it's during the day you're not feeling the best and i would bring something up randomly and you're just like not able to meet me how i'm wanting to be met in that moment I think that's through that we've learned. And you're like, hey, why don't you just preface and ask me, hey, is now a good time? Right. And that's just being considerate because, again, me, 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 I want to talk about this now. But we got to consider the other person. They're a totally different human being, totally different reality of what's going through their head and their heart and their roles, you know, are completely different. And so um, it's now a good time. And just pausing, which, yeah, brings us to the next one, actually. That's That's a good question. Absolutely. All right. Are you next or do you want me to go? Uh, you can go. Okay, cool. So, so the next one, number three, slowing down. Slowing down. So this mm-hmm. is something that we've spoken about before. We will continue to speak about. It's something that keeps resurf- resurfacing to our lives over and over and over and over and over. And over. And over. <laughs> Whenever the, the, uh, the emotions are high, Whenever challenges are uh, stacking up, whenever it's a more, a little bit more challenging or stressful season, we are tempted to want to go faster because we want to get everything done. And what happens is, see, when it comes to completing tasks, sometimes that is okay to do things a little faster because you can knock it out and then move on to something else. That's okay at times. However, when it comes to relationships, you cannot do relationships the way you do tasks and in order to 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 do relationships well we must slow down and so whenever you're wanting to improve your communication skills uh, or just the communications conversations that you have with your with your significant other slow down slow down because (laughs) that's right i guarantee that the there's nothing wrong the ones that are giving you the most the most headaches, if you will, or trouble, turmoil, yeah, turmoil, internal turmoil, or just conflict, you are going too fast. You are trying to speed up, and then here's what happens. 
the other it invites the other person to also speed up and, emotions, and emotions exactly. get high and your personalities get in the mix and mm. now you have you, you just fought and it's and, you versus them that's right and you see the other person as the enemy and now you're literally fighting with each other trying to win a battle that you cannot win because you are you are a team so if you lose if they lose you also lost it has to be a win-win and the only way for that to happen is both people or at least one needs to start by slowing down and inviting the other person to slow down when emotions get too high hey let's slow down i don't think this is the right time let's take a little break let's get back to this boom now you can prevent something from getting worse yeah that's great yeah love is patient love is kind love is patient love is kind <laughs> and so i think this ties in with number two actually is like hey is now a good time yeah like you won't say that if you're in a hurry very, at least for me very true every time i don't say that it's i'm just in a hurry trying to check it off that's right check the conversation off like you just mentioned that's so right. yeah it all ties together <laughs> excellent Okay, awesome. So last one for this episode, and we'll pick it up in part two. Uh, number four, when someone, when you're communicating to your significant other, when someone is sharing their feelings and where they're at, and you're listening to them, and this is challenging, you guys. It's definitely not easy, but this is huge. When you're listening to how they feel, you guys have heard this. Oftentimes we're thinking of what to say next. And so how you know that someone is doing that is if, oh, Nick's sharing with me how he's feeling and I'm guilty of this. Definitely. I think we all are. Nick's sharing with me how he's feeling and I'm quick to think ahead, you know, what I want to say next because I have great insight, you know, which is great. <laughs> but oftentimes we'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. But blank 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 the b word the b word and so what that's doing just to explain what that's really doing because when you're the one saying it you don't think it's as bad as it is received on the other end but to the person that hears that from you that's basically saying yeah everything yeah yeah, yeah everything you said is cool yeah, I hear but you. it's wrong but i have something better yes but you're forgetting about x y and z and so yep. they literally feel shut down yeah and oftentimes hopefully hopefully that's not how you want your partner to feel. And so it's really counterproductive. It's, it becomes me versus you instantly. Yes. Because it's, yeah, comma, but, and then you pivot. And you're not together. You're not speaking the same language. You're not speaking the same direction. Mm. You're sharing. Instead, Nick is sharing how he feels. Here's how you should do it instead. Nick is sharing how he feels. And I listen. That makes sense, honey validate how the person is feeling yes. because it has nothing to do with you like their reality if they're feeling that we can't tell them they're not that's right <laughs> that's the truth and so the but there's no place for the but it's like that makes sense honey validate and then perhaps ask a question do you mind if i share something um you know a little different perspective that makes sense what you're saying right and then asking again asking you gotta if you get permission to share and they say yes, they're going to be more open to what you have to say instead of, yeah, but, blank, blank, blank. And they're like, wait, 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 I didn't even ask your opinion. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I hope it does. That's good. That's excellent. I, I love how you, you just gave the example. And I think that's absolutely right. And he, here's uh, uh, the other side of that coin with the same reality, right? What if the person says, not really. Like right now, I'm not in a place to receive. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. Now, you know, okay, maybe they have more to get out. Maybe they have more that they feel like they need to get out of their hearts. 
so that they feel validated and loved by you enough. And then they will be open to receiving. And th this is the, the, dy the, the dynamics of a conversation. It's an art. There, it's not a straight path. It's a dance. And we must be willing to learn how to dance. If you don't know how to dance, you need to learn how to dance. And you can learn how to dance. That's the awesome thing. Yeah. And then it, it just little by little, we start to make deposits instead of constant withdrawals. Yep. And that will directly affect the love in your relationship. Yeah. So, guys, we hope that you, you're able to take some, some key things here and implement it into your relationship right away, today, tonight, as the opportunity, opportunities arise. All right. And um, also, we want to thank every single one of you they're leaving us a review they're leaving us a comment we really appreciate you guys they're joining us the the uh the, the facebook page and connecting us on ig and shooting us a message we love you guys we appreciate you. It, it brings us so much joy seeing all that happening and uh and we also appreciate all the ideas that you're giving us for future podcast episodes that we're gonna do absolutely yeah and we're gonna it be encourages us oh it definitely does absolutely so we love you guys god bless you and we'll be seeing you in part two Bye.